after 25 years doing mornings at the same station. The same station? Wow. The question that comes Tell to me. mind is, how? Yeah, you know, this. here's the thing. 12 or 13 years ago, they forgot I was still in the building. <laughs> Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. I don't know if I would take it back, but it is. I mean, you got to admit, that's that's really kind of out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Brandwith On Demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. This guy considers himself an all-pro smack talker. But after 25 years as a morning host at FM 99 WNOR, Norfolk, Rick Rumble is so much more than that. He does voiceovers for radio, TV, internet, maybe even DVD that came with your lawn tractor could have his voice on it. <laughs> Rick's credits include ESPN, McDonald's, Ford, and he still finds time to write comedy for a service that supplies 600-plus radio stations worldwide. That's true. Plus, he hosts the annual Battle of the Bits session at the Morning Show Boot Camp. He's that rare combination of immense talent, unmatched work ethic, an exceptional character, and he's a character, that makes him one of the best in the biz. <laughs> Brand of On Demand is proud to welcome the one and only Rick Rumble. Hey, Rick. Hey. Guys, how do you come on after that? What? I just I want to open the door and just leave. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I can't ever live up to that thing. This is like one of those things, like, how will the Associated Press describe you after you're gone? Yeah, there you oh. go, the old bit. Yeah. <laughs> Balding, affable, morning guy, once got in trouble for this or that, one of those... Kind of moments. Hey, it is really a pleasure to be on with you guys today. Well, we are glad to have you. And I guess the first question is, after 25 years doing mornings at the same station. The same station? Wow. The question that comes Tell to me. mind is, how? That, you know, this here's the thing. 12 or 13 years ago, they forgot I was still in the building. And so <laughs> if I keep this down, you just keep it on the DL, make it sound like somebody else is talking. Guys, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. You know, I walked into a fortunate position here 25 years ago. Um, a, a heritage morning guy had just left the morning show here and gone across the street. And uh, so they had this opening, but he left like the other half of the team was still intact. So it wasn't like they lost the whole show. Turns out it was it was a, a very talented half of the team, a guy named Tommy Griffiths, who I hooked up with here. And we were able to take what they had for success and, and make it even better uh, as the original years went on. Tommy and I were together for, oh, gosh, 13, 14 years. He left in 2009 and we just kind of closed ranks and kept a lot of the same crew members that we'd had. And and just decided to emphasize other people's strengths. And and it has gone you know, knock wood, as they say, uh, it's gone really well since then. Well, Rick, in fairness, the station was doing pretty well before that. Radio veterans will remember Henry Del Toro, known as the Bull. So Rieger and the Bull became Jimmy and the Bull, Tommy and the Bull, and then you. Now, we'll leave the drama out of it for a minute, but so you know, there was some there, obviously. But our question for you is, what tips do you have for someone replacing an institution and ways to become an even bigger legend yourself? Boy, I'll tell you what, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that because um, 
I, I have seen this go really badly for people where like the first show in after the institution leaves, yeah. the, you know, it seems to be like just kind of fodder for the cannon. And then we'll get the real show after that guy. So right. usually it, it's almost like we're watching this Jeopardy situation. And and rather than hire a host that they know everyone's going to hate just because he's not Alex Trebek, smartly they have for what six months or more had nothing but guest hosts doing that job. Yeah. To get to to get to a place where at least people will be open to the idea that there could be another person hosting that job. Right. So to walk in here and, and do this, like I said, I'm fortunate enough that half the show was still intact. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like the show was gone. It was this person was gone. And and honestly, I just do what I do and try not to think about stuff like that. One of the one of the best things that we've ever done, though, is, you know, you got to use your own internal compass. Yep. It is so hard to to navigate someone else's ideas or, or guiding hand, if you will, for the program. It's like when you're true to yourself. But you and, and this comes with a caveat because you got to be honest with yourself. Not everything you think of is going to be gold. You've got to be realistic about this. But when you're when you're true to yourself, you have this continuity, of course, that I think carries over, uh, it, you know, into the radio show and even beyond that. I don't know if that answers your question, but I'm done talking for now. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Rumble out. Okay. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs> OK, so now we are going to add some drama, maybe comedy. OK, what's one thing that you've pulled off on the air that you either wish you could take back and erase all the evidence or mm -hmm. publish as a book. Oh man, there's, you know, having done this for so long, we all often, and you guys could relate to this too, how the times have changed. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, after the Janet Jackson Super Bowl thing, uh, Congress decided that uh, all media needed some sort of a grandmother figure to watch over them and crush down on on a lot of the things that we could do. We, we did a lot of edgy stuff around here, especially when I first came here. We did one where, do you remember famously uh, the singer Melissa Etheridge and her partner uh, got a sperm donor so that they could have a child? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it ended up being sure. David Crosby, right? Right, sure. Yep. Big story. So we had a Melissa Etheridge guitar to give away. And we we got a guy who was uh, some sort of a laboratory worker in the Navy. And we did sperm counts <laughs> where you would you go to a hotel room uh, and there was a dancer from a local nightclub who was kind of the the video fluffer, if you will. And then you'd go you'd go into the bathroom render a sample, give mm. it to the lab tech, and he'd do the sperm count. And wh whoever had the highest sperm count won the guitar. And that, <laughs> I don't know if I would take it back, but it is, I mean, you got to admit, that's that's really kind of out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, in 25 years, yeah. you've obviously outlasted more than a couple of program directors and GMs and even corporate types. But from your vantage point, Rick, what can a manager do to really help uh, a talent like you? And conversely, what shouldn't managers even think about doing? Boy, that's tough. I, I, I always said to the people that I've worked for, and not just here, because in 25 years here, I've only had two program directors and I think three general managers, which I wow. don't think is a bad run. That's Saga, run. my parent company, is really famous for for uh, being long-term employers of people, that they're very careful. They select people carefully and, and they stay with the company. But I've been elsewhere. I mean, I've been in radio for like 37 years at this point, mm -hmm. I think, or, or, or 109. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. 
Right. Right. My life, my license is written in a stone tablet with a picture of an antelope next to it. So I don't <laughs> on the side of a cave wall, <laughs> but I would say this, uh, especially if you're just starting out in radio, understand that the people who are trying to help you are really trying to help you. They're not crushing your creativity. They're, they're, Understand this. If they didn't want you there, they wouldn't be wasting their time or spending their time trying to make your show better. Mm -hmm. They would just get rid of you and go get somebody else. So understand that everybody's on your team. With that said, if you're in the management and you're not used to coaching talent, if you will, you know, there's a couple of things. If you play my break from 715 yesterday and, and you decide that that's not funny, well, A, it's subjective and B, I'm never doing it again anyway. You just wasted both of our time. Right. What I what I need is tell me when I'm crutching on the same phrase over and over and over again. Do I say awesome too many times? Does it sound dumb when I do time checks? Is there a better place that we could put the the weather? Or, you know what I mean? Some structural elements yeah. that that help you build the radio show, and and, and understand that you know it is teamwork. And managers have to understand that, too. I once worked for Randy Lane as a program director. And Randy is one of the smartest guys in uh, especially morning radio. He understands it. So we're, we're having a private discussion one day in a production room, and it's a little heated. And, and he's giving me some constructive criticism. And, and, he, and it ends with, with uh, it, it, the quote, I don't know what the quote was, but it's a version of, hey, look, you know, I'm the, I'm the program director. It's my job to offer this criticism up. And I said back to him, well, I'm the morning guy and it's my job to accept how much of it I can that I think applies. All right. And then he looked at me and he said, you know what? You're right. That's only fair. And I always thought that that was so bright and brilliant because from that moment, we're now, now all on board together. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. In just that one sentence, just that one moment of do so. It's, it, it was never that kind of a, a relationship of do it because I'm your boss. And I said so, that kind of stuff. Right. That won't ever, that will never, you ever find yourself saying those words, get a cardboard box and quit the business. Mm -hmm. Or at least that opportunity. Well, at least, yeah, <laughs> and move down the dial, as they used to say, yeah. Absolutely. So certainly, Rick, I mean, you've stayed as relevant as can be for decades now, and that's got to mean evolving and changing with the times. You touched on it with the whole Melissa Etheridge and Janet Jackson and all that kind of stuff. But sure. the reality is there are things that have changed both on air and on off air. So let's start with on air. What are some of the biggest things that you personally have had to change on the air in the way that you do things to keep it relevant in 21st century? That's really, that's a great question. First of all, I should probably explain that, that our show doesn't play any music. Right. So we go in and we do, well, we're out, we're scheduled for four and a half hours. I always go over at the end and I've done this for several years because it's, it's like a sprinter. A sprinter never stops at the finish line. The sprinter runs through the finish line at full speed, right? <laughs> sure. So yeah. maybe if I can carry another quarter hour into the next shift, I'm, I'm good being on until 1015, some days even 1030, where we would do, you know, 530 to 1030. I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% against that. If we're not done, we're not done. 
And and the people that we work with are cool about that. That it seems to be helpful, and we're all good with that. Mm-hmm. So th- things in the presentation, time checks are not as relevant. Although I still do them. The physical makeup of the room is so much different. Understanding the digital technology versus what we used to call analog technology back in the day. Oh yeah, is also really important because the the, the physical properties of it are so greatly different when you're using the gear. Like where, you know, is there headroom in any of this stuff? Because digital stuff, when it doesn't work, it just turns off. There's, <laughs> so there's, no, there's no static <laughs> there. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's no kind of this place where you can hear it starting to go bad. Therefore, you back off or whatever it is, you know. No, it's just gone. So some of the things that have changed, obviously, is, is the gear. Over time, I say the biggest change is the Internet. In my 37 years or so of broadcasting, we didn't have the internet when we started this. We we had USA Today and the local newspaper and every magazine you could get your hands on with a razor blade to cut these cute little articles out of. Right. And the Associated Press. So now the chat used to be the challenge was finding enough material. The challenge now is going through the available material and finding just the good stuff because mm-hmm. it's a it is a pile of junk on a daily basis. That's where some of the, like some of the services that you see available, that's where they come in handy because you got an extra set of eyeballs that's pre-filtering all this crap so that you don't have to just go, you wouldn't know where to start every morning in a lot of cases. Yeah. So those are, those are some of the changes that have been noticeable. I don't know if that answers your question. I hope it does. It sure does. Good to be with Rick Rumble. Hey, somebody you'd love to hear from, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Email us, show at brandwithondemand.com. And if you find this information useful, you can help others discover us by leaving a five-star review whenever you're downloading this. And if you ever find yourself feeling like there's too much to do, not enough time, and certainly not enough budget... You got events, you got promotions, the prize closet is bare. Check out Radio Swag Shop. It's a great way to sell station swag at no cost to the station. Just pick out your stuff. They make the webpage, they make the goods, and they handle fulfillment. All you have to do is give it some promotion, then sit back and collect the money. Go to radioswagshop.com for more information. And when you set up your account, be sure to use my name as a code word, Kipper, K-I-P-P-E-R, to get a $25 gift card after you've sold your first 50 items. radioswagshop.com, keyword Kipper. Coming up, Rick shares some things that he knows now that he really wishes he knew way back when he was first starting out. Hi, it's Gary Berkowitz, AC Programming Consultant at Berkowitz Broadcast Consulting in Detroit. Hey, it's Molly Cruz, Brand Manager for WMYX and WXSS-FM here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hi, this is Jake Neiman with 96.7 Cram. Hi, this is Dave Tyler from Music Master with even more raving fans. Did someone say Music Master raving fan? Ding, ding, that's me. Hey, it's Lee McNabb, Operations Manager for Saga Communications Des Moines Radio Group. Ready to join these raving fans? Visit MusicMaster.com today. They're always there and willing to help. They save me every time. I'm a major fan. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brand with On Demand. We are with the multi-talented Rick Rumble. That's just not a something we say. This guy's a real talent. Rick, what's the one thing that you know now that you really wish you'd known way back when you're just starting out in radio? 
I have talked to other morning guys about this. If you want phone calls on your show, you must ask for them. They're not just going to materialize. You're not going to throw a topic out there and organically the phone's going to explode with all these great stories. <laughs> it, it, it's like sales. You've got to ask for the order. Be direct. You don't have to couch it. You don't have to give it a cutesy name. You don't have to call it. I mean, unless you're comfortable with that, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any bad ideas in radio. I think there's bad execution all the time. But I, I can still see a world where a DJ can live on a billboard if he can make it clever enough. Right. So well, how, how do you ask listeners to uh, participate, Rick? I, I will literally simply ask them. I'll say, hey, you know what? I had a thought last night. In fact, I was talking about this for tomorrow's show. We, we talked today on the show about um, uh, Shelly, who is our news host and just does a fantastic job for us or, and with us. You know, we've been together for like 20 years now. Um, she was talking about she was in this uh, the, one of these uh, two mile runs, like a fun run or something that had all these inflatable obstacles in it. And apparently... Someone had gotten sick on the last obstacle and and left a brown trail all the way down the slide, (laughs) which they were hosing off. Uh And we were laughing because this I don't know if you guys today's news had a story that was similar. There's a a network TV show about the slip and slide course. And and they had an attack of uh, uh, what is it? Giardia. Giardia. Yeah, it's one of those gastric things that makes people sick to their stomach. So that's how it's relatable. Anyway, so for tomorrow's show, uh, I'm simply going to ask, name for me an image that is etched into your mind. (laughs) Describe an image and -hmm. it could be anything. Now, I know. No, look, I'm in a military town and a lot of these people have been in battle. Some of these phone calls could get a little rugged, I I have to say. But, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be bad. It could be hot chicks. Uh, or, or, or as guys my age talk about these days, great meals we've had. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be hot babes we dated. Now it's like, have you had the pork? Oh, my God. <laughs> you you yeah. know that's true. That's why you guys are laughing. Um, but I, I really think this is going to go. But I, I am very direct about it. Uh, in fact, I'll do it coming out of sports. We'll get done with our sports segment. Uh, the throw will go back to me. I'll say, all right, coming up next on the show, 366-9999. That's our phone number. Describe for me an image that is absolutely etched into your memory. We'll come back and grab your calls coming up next. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. and real direct, real simple. It's not. I'm not pleading. I'm not pandering. I just want to have a discussion. That's all. And I want people to be able to play because they like to participate. Good advice. Absolutely. I wish someone had had been able to get that through me a long time ago. I learned that after I came here to uh, Hampton Roads. Good point. Our thanks to the very talented Rick Rumble. You'll find links to Rick's station, his podcast, hilarious videos, and a lot more all in the show notes. Just scroll down on your phone. Our thanks to executive producer Cindy Huber. And coming up next... Hi, this is Lloyd Ford from Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works. And here's the reason that you should listen to the next episode of Brandwith On Demand. Because I am going to share the secret of once you have a radio station, you can get anything else you want. Come on, join me. It'll be fun. That's a wrap, Kipper. It's all about social today and tomorrow both. You'll find it in the show notes. One Minute Martinizing. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your Brandwith be wide.